left. Give him everything that you've been storing up. Give him everything that you've been saving for a rainy day. Give it all to God on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give it all to you, God. Give it all to him. Give it all to him. He is the way maker. He is the bright and morning star. Oh, my God. He yes, is the healer. Hallelujah. He is the provider. Hallelujah. He is our banner. Hallelujah. Oh, give it all unto him on this morning. Yes, oh, God. Oh, God. Give him everything. Empty out, empty out, empty out, empty out. Empty out, empty out, empty out. Empty out, empty out, empty out. In the name of Jesus. Empty out, empty out, empty out, empty out. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, empty out everything. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let him fill us again. Let him do it again in our lives. Let him do it for us today. In the name of Jesus. Come on, come on. I give it all. Somebody's still making up their mind. I give it all. I give it all. Glory to God. I give it all. Hey, God. I give it all. I give it all.
you double for your trouble. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, we won't go out empty. We won't go out empty. If you give it all unto the Lord on this morning, I promise you, oh God will make it worth your time. He'll make it worth your pro- Oh God, hallelujah. Give him everything today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody love the Lord on today? Does anybody love the Lord? Open up your mouth and make some sign. The Bible declares that let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Can anybody say so? Can anybody make a witness or make your boast unto the Lord on this morning that he is God? And that he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Oh, I love him so. My God. My God, my God. Glory to God. My God. It's not until you begin to make declarations that you give God everything. That you remember you got something left in you that you have not surrendered unto the Lord. So God wants everything. He wants the good, the bad, and the ugly. He said he can do something with it. Just give it to him. He's a God that'll make anything out of something. He's a God that can take a, a, a heap of dirt uh, and mold it and make it into something that is worthy to be used by him. Oh, he's a, oh my God. God can take whatever we offer unto him if we do it with a pure heart. And he'll make something of it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, oh my God, I love him today. And I thank him for his presence. I thank him for his presence. My God, it said if it's just any two or three of us that would be gathered together in his name, that he would be in the midst of us. And so I believe that uh, he's here on this morning. And, and, and what I love about God, that he just don't show up uh, empty-handed. So I, I, I love him because, you know, I don't know about you, but I came in the room with a need on this morning. And because he's him, I know he has everything that I came for. He has everything that I hope for. He came when he came in the room this morning. He didn't come empty-handed, but he had me and you on his mind. He said, I'm going to bring my sons and daughters that are coming in need of something for me. I'm going to bring it for them on today. Aren't you so glad you came today? Aren't you so glad that you showed up on today? Aren't you so glad? He's awesome. He's amazing. I just don't know what to say about this God that we serve. Just so good, brother. And the more and more I think he's good, the more and more he revealed to me that he's even that and more. Just when I think I've reached the mountaintop. He said, baby, you're not even there. Look up yonder. There's still more in me. And so I love him. I love him so much. 
I love him so much. Heart's desire that we would all love him and trust him that God would do what he has purposed for all of our lives. Uh, that, you know, and I, I love him. I don't stand here before you confessing to have it all together. I don't stand here before you confessing that sometimes I don't waver in my, in my, in, in, in my doubt, but I, I thank God I can stand before you on today and know, uh, that God loves me. He loves me. He loves me. And he gives me an opportunity when I find myself being tossed and, 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 and driven by, by, by every little thing. Uh, he loves me enough to wash me back on shore and, and, and dust me off again and, and put me back on the right path. He just don't let me wander out there in the sea. Oh, I love him. So I'm standing before you, not saying that I got it all together. But I'm standing before you to testify and declare that I know that he's real. I've been through a few things that I have discovered that God is the same yesterday, today, and he'll be the same forevermore. I I stand before you on this morning uh, to testify to you that just like he did it for the children of Israel, he's been doing it in my life. And and if he do it for me, I'm certain that he'll do it for you. In the name of Jesus. And so I'm here to encourage your heart this morning that I'm so glad that you came. You know, I I, I said one thing I love about God and, and we can win this race as long as we don't give up. We might get knocked down. We might get pushed off the course. We might stumble and fall. But as long as you're able to get back up again. God is willing to work with us. He's willing to to, to put us back in. He won't disqualify us. That's what I love about it. So tell your friends and neighbors they can come. Because none of us stand before you as being all that in a bag of chips. We got some issues in the room. But with the issues, there's power in God. In the name of Jesus. That he's helping us day by day. Minute by minute, hour by hour to get it together. And so, encourage your friends and your neighbors to come and not to give up. So I thank God for today. There is a word from God. He's already deposited He's already to deposit. He's already made a deposit. If you was open, if your account was open, he's already made a deposit. You stand right now with a little money in the bank. And so whatever he give us from thus forth on is extra. But you already have, you already should have something in the bank right now. Because God has already given us something that we won't go out empty. If you don't get anything else, you ought to be able to leave those doors saying, I got something, God. I got something from you, God. I got something from you on today. That my my, my, my driving wasn't in vain. My getting up and getting pretty wasn't in vain. Oh, God, I got something from you 
on today. Oh my God. Y'all, y'all help me, help me, help me because I just feel the presence of God. And I love it so much when God just shows up and he shows out. I'm excited for you. But you know, sometimes we need to know that God shows up on our behalf too. I don't want to just tell you about God. I want him to show up in my life. I, I want him to do, oh my. Ah, oh God. I want him to do a miracle for me. So I might be the messenger on today. But baby, I came with my bag ready to receive everything that God has for me. In the name of Jesus. So I love him today. I love you on today. I know that God loves us because he has graced us with his presence once again. And so I want to know y'all already standing I, I don't know if you're tired you're ready to sit down but you look like you got a little bit of energy this morning but I, I, I want to know if anybody in the room do I have any dreamers in the room on this morning has God spoken to you in, in your secret place I'm talking about something that you just say God is just too crazy to tell anybody I, I, I want to talk to the dreamers uh, on this morning. God sent me with a message uh, for the dreamers today. Anybody? Anybody got something uh, that God has shared with you that he ain't told nobody else but you? I want to talk to you on today. And, and, and if you're not a dream on the day, you gather these words because I don't believe that God would let you be in the midst of the dreamers. <laughs> If we didn't have something in common, oh, glory to God. So if you don't have a dream on today, just keep living, baby girl or baby boy. Because God got some stuff on the horizon uh, 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 that he wants to open our eyes and uh, open up our hearts uh, to see if we're crazy enough uh, to believe him uh, for the dreams that oh God. That only he can bring to pass. So I want to talk to the dreamers on this morning. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you already, I believe that this message is prophetic. I, I, I don't believe that I serve a God that just haphazardly uh, sends anything. God, I have been dealing with this for some weeks now. And the last time I spoke, I thought I was going to preach this message, but uh, uh, God said it's not time yet. And so I've been meditating on this, and I've been uh, uh, pondering this, and God released me uh, to bring it forth on today. So I believe that it is purposed. I believe it is right now. I believe it is rhema, meaning it's applicable right now to our lives. And so I thank you this morning. I want to speak to the dreamers in the room. I want to speak to the dreamers. And if I would have a, a title, I'd like to encourage your heart and let you know that God told me to tell you the dream is not dead. I told you this is for me. Brother Tilo, uh, God has promised us some stuff. And man, it looked like so much keeps coming against us. 
But he said, the dream is not dead. Take it to the people. Take it to the dreamers. And let them know that the dream is not dead. And if we would have uh, a scripture reference, I want to take you to Genesis chapter 37. And we're going to start at the fifth verse. Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, we honor you this morning, God. Holy Spirit, we thank you for just ushering in the presence and dwelling with us. We bless you and we praise you now, God, for this word, oh God, released from the Father. To let us know, oh God, that our hopes and our dreams are yet still alive and God and we bless you for the hope and the confidence and the assurance that you would send our hearts on today to keep moving forward that no devil in hell uh, 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 will uh, come against what God has done Uh, the Bible declares that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church and God and we bless you and we praise you for promises God In the name of Jesus, the Bible declares that your promises are yes and amen. And so we thank you now in advance, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we bless you now, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, awaken, oh God. Oh God, the gift that lies on the inside of your people, oh God. The gift of dreams and visions, oh God. Let us, we bind the spirit of fear now. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us not be afraid to dream, oh God. And imagine, oh God, which exceeds our wildest imagination. Oh God, let us put our trust and our confidence in you. Knowing that you're able to do anything but fail. And God, and we bless you today for a God that won't leave us alone. Oh God, you have seen our struggle. You have seen our works. And God, we stand, oh God, before the open door that you have placed in our lives, oh God. Give us the faith and the courage, oh God, to walk in it, oh God. In that that you have opened up to us. And God, help us, oh God, to dare to believe those things that you have promised oh god anoint oh god the vessel that would receive the word on today oh god in the name of jesus oh god as the word is imparted in their hearts oh god holy spirit be the fertilizer oh god be the nourishment that the seed needs oh god to produce much fruit oh god we glorify you now in the name of jesus Oh, God, we love you and we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're a dreamer, give God some praise as you take your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, The Bible reads Genesis 37 beginning at the fifth verse it says one night Joseph had a dream and when he had told his brothers about it he hated him they hated him more than ever listen to this dream 
Joseph said. I can imagine he was excited about what God had revealed to him. He says, we were out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundle stood up, and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and the way he talked about them. Soon Joseph had another dream. And again, he told his brothers about it. Listen, I have had another dream, he said. The sun, the moon, and 11 stars bowed before me. And so I want to talk to us. And let us know today that you may have your seat, that the dream is not dead. The dream is not dead. When I began to look at this and began to see what God would have for us to understand in this, uh, God began to reveal to me some things that, Uh, I've seen or some things that he has revealed in my life that uh, that I believe that was God, but it has not happened yet. And God began to let me know and to assure me that the dream is not dead. It's not dead. And I I want to share with us just a few points here where. Uh, the, the dream is revealed, and sometimes we need to just keep silent. Have you ever experienced something exciting, and God reveals something in your spirit, and you're so excited about it, and you can't wait to tell somebody else so they could be excited with you, and then when you tell them, they just let the air out of the balloon. And you begin to say, okay. All right. All right. Well, I, I thought, you know, uh wanted to share this with you because I thought you were going to be as excited as I am. But sometimes when God reveals things to us, it's better for us to just keep our mouth shut. Just keep silent. Because at this time in... um He says, this time he told the dream to his father. So we're still in in, in chapter 37 at verse 10. It says, this time he told the dream to his fathers as well as his brothers, but his father scolded him. You would think that the father would be proud and excited about the son and the revealing of the dream, but the father kind of chastised him. He said, what kind of dream is that? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dream really meant. And we have to be really, really careful about who we share our dream with because uh, the father got on him because, you know, he said, hey, what are you trying to say? Uh, uh, at, at this point, you're the baby boy, so you mean to tell me that your, your older brothers and your mom and dad, we're going to bow down to you? But even in that, 
the Lord began to minister to him because he said, then I, uh, 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 Jacob began to ponder if it was any validity to what Joseph had said. But now it's put out there, but now the brothers allowed the seed of jealousy and bitter and hatred uh, to fester in them. They weren't pondering if it was really uh, true or not. Then they took it and they went in, 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 in an evil direction. And so we really don't know uh, uh, how it's going to land on the ears of the hearer when we reveal what it is that God has told us. Sometimes, you know, things and people come against us, not because, you know, uh, just because, but it's because uh, they are jealous of the dream. I'm sure the older brothers was thinking, what, what do you mean? Why, 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 why you can't bow down to us? I mean, I think they would have been all right with the dream if it had been one of them. And so sometimes we come against opposition and jealousy. Uh, 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 they they not they don't care. Uh, it, it, they'd have a whole different attitude if you had something if it included them. If, if they were going to be the top dog, if they were going to get the promotion, if they were going to be in charge, if, if they were going to be the one. And so sometimes it's best when God reveals things to us that we. Just keep silent. Talking to the dreamers in the room. So you'll know how to deal with the things that God reveals in our lives. Uh, Number two, I want to look at and help us to understand that God is with us. Says nothing will stop us from succeeding. We see in Genesis 39, 2 and 3, and I'm all, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything, uh, uh, that he did. Now, let me go back that when Joseph told him the dream, uh, the brothers went off to take care of the sheep and the, the daddy sent Joseph, said, hey, Go and check on the brothers and make sure they're doing okay. And so between uh, telling the dream and uh, him knowing that God was with him, he had got sold into slavery. Well, they, they plotted and said that they wanted to kill him. But the older brother, Reuben, said, I know, don't, let's not kill him. What are we going to tell our father if we kill him? Let's just uh, 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 put him, you know, in the little well. Let's just put him away until uh, uh, and, and let him uh, sweat for a little while because Reuben had a mind or a plan to come back and get him. But before he could come back and get him, uh, a, a, a band of gypsies, a traders was coming along and they, they said, okay, let's just sell him for slavery to the Egyptians. And so now between uh, uh, the dream and where we are now, uh, he's in Egypt. And God is declaring to Joseph in Genesis 39, verse 2, it says, The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything that he did as he served in the home of the Egyptian master. They sold him to Pharaoh. Sometimes the stuff that's going on in our life, it ain't, it ain't bad. 
It, it, it might feel bad for a moment, but tell your neighbor that God always has a plan. And, and, and God is going to protect the dream. That's because, and what we have to understand is that it's God's dream. Now, we ain't talking about, uh, our apostle said, we ain't talking about the cornbread dream. We ain't talking about when you eat too much pork at night and you, you wake up in the middle of the night and you have this dream that, you know, it's cause you ate too much pork or, or you ate too much cornbread before you went to bed. We ain't talking about one of those dreams. Now, we're talking about a dream that comes from God. And so we understand that if God gives us a, a dream, it's God's responsibility to protect it. It's God's responsibility to not to let anything happen to it. And so by him uh, being sold to the Egyptians, uh, uh, we might see it, or I'm sure he probably saw it, as being a bad thing. But God was using that to protect the dream. To get Joseph in place for the dream to be revealed or fulfilled. And so we have to understand sometimes uh, things that happen to us in our life is not uh, 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 meant for bad. It might feel bad, but it, the Bible declares that in Romans in 8 and 38 that all things are working together for the good of those that love God and has been called according to what? His purpose. And so if we love God and if we have uh, 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 been called according to his purpose, Everything in our life is working together for the good. Just because it's working for the good don't always mean that it feels good. But it's still working for the good. And so now we see that the Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he had served in the home of his Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything that he did. It's an old saying that we say back in Arkansas, you can't keep a good dog down. Tell your neighbor, if I, if I got a dream from God, you can't keep me down, baby. <laughs> You can't keep me down, baby. I might look like I'm dead, but baby, there's still some life in me because I'm holding a dream. So we see here that when we know that God is with us and he causes us to succeed and he won't allow nothing to stop us from succeeding, people take notice. That's why when things and people come against us, we can't get crazy. We got to keep giving God the praise because somebody's watching us. Somebody's watching us. Somebody's watching us. Says, Man, they had all that stuff happen to them and look at them. They, they just, that can't nothing keep them down. Oh, oh man, man. If it ain't one thing, it's another. But they still, still moving forward. But believe you me, somebody is watching. And even the world want folks that they see succeeding in God and know that God won't let us down. They want us on their team. 
Because if, if, if you ain't willing to pray and get your life together, they, they figure if I just have, uh, if you can just get me on the team, we can succeed because God is with me. A lot of establishments, a lot of places and offices and schools and businesses are being held up right now because somebody in the organization got the favor of God on their life and they know that the organization will not go down because you are with them. Somebody say amen. So stop crying on your jobs talking about ain't nobody else up in here saved. I I wish it was somebody. I don't know why all these people. Honey, God needs you to keep their ship from sinking. That's the reason why they afloat is because some of us are on their team. And they already know that we are going to succeed. He said not in some stuff. But in everything you do, you will succeed if you're carrying a dream from God. One thing we have to understand that when you begin to be successful, you got to watch out for folk. Because people are trying to trap you up. Now, Pharaoh had noticed that. Joseph had the favor of God on his life and everything was going well. And he brought him into the house and put him over everything in his house except his wife. Now, things were going great. Have you ever noticed when everything is going good, then up pops the devil. Now, everything is going just fine. And now Joseph... Is in the house running things, in in control. He's in charge. He's making everything. It said, uh, 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 it says that Pharaoh, uh, that all he had to pot for, all he had to do was come home and and eat. He didn't have to t- attend to no affairs of the house. Joseph was the man for the job. But now, here we go. When you're doing great and everything is going your way, here comes Joseph, here comes uh, 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 Potiphar's wife. Says, don't give in to evil. Run. Stop sitting around talking about, I'm good, I'm good, I can handle this, uh, this ain't going. You better run for your life because the devil is trying to trap you up. I'm good. I'm all right. I, you know, uh, I I don't do what they do. I'm just over here. You know, I'm just over here with them. You know, uh, I'm good. I, 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 I I ain't going to do that no more. You better run your tail away from evil. Leave everything you got behind. Leave evil alone. Because he could have stayed in the house and every day, stop, girl. Girl, stop. Don't be messing with me. Girl, leave me alone. But he ran his tail out the house because he said, I ain't finna get caught up with that. Because everybody uh, uh, got a breaking point. And if you're around evil long enough, somebody going to give in. Don't you fool yourself. See, we think, uh, 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 we talk about God and him being all powerful and he, uh, uh, and all of this working on the inside. The, the devil has some strength too. 
And if we ain't been doing what we need to do to have our strength up, baby, you're more vulnerable than you think. So Joseph ran. So sometimes you got to run. It says Genesis 39, 7 through 12, it says, And Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. See, when you get first sign of something ain't right, run. Shoot, I knew something. I knew something wasn't right about that. I, man, I was feeling like that about three, four weeks. Well, why are you still there? The first light of evil, you run. Talking about something, I knew. I, man, I knew that. I knew. I knew that. I knew she wasn't no good. I knew he wasn't about nothing. But why are you still there? Run. It says, come and sleep with me, she said. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. See, you got to love God more. Because sometimes we don't love God enough. And if it ain't about uh, pleasing God, then you'll fall for it. Because he took it a step further. He said, hey, you know, he, uh, your husband had left me in charge of everything. But first and foremost, I love God. This thing would be a great sin, not just against uh, my, my, my master, but against God. He says, she kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day. But he refused to sleep with her, and he kept out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else was around. See, you got to always keep yourself covered. When he went into the house, into his work, she came and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, come on, sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he ran from the house. So we have to get out of there. We can't just play around. The, the, the enemy is for keeps. You see how she kept something, right? He he won't keeps. He he ain't he ain't want a play date. Because if we say that we belong to God, he he don't want to just play with you every now and then. He wants you back. And so we have to be aware of the enemy. Especially when we have something in stake on the inside and we believe in God for some things. We have to be aware of these things that come at us. And so the next point I want to leave with you is that God is with us no matter where we may find ourselves. Because in Genesis 39, 20 and 23, we see that after uh, she couldn't have Joseph, she lied on him. And I just want to uh, reassure you today, you don't have to chase a lie down. We're we going to be lied on. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. She lied on him. He ended up going to prison because she lied. But read 39, the favor was still with Joseph. No matter where he found himself, he was in charge. The favor, they see it. See, you... Uh, uh, you just can't have favor 
and it not being recognized. So if you're walking around talking about, I got, I got the favor of God on me, ain't nobody recognized that you might not have a favor of God on you. Because if you had a favor of God on you, you ain't got to tell nobody. They already see it. They already know. They already know. It's something, you know, have you, 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 you go in the it's something about you. I can't put my finger on it, but it's something. It's such a, just something about you, brother. I don't, I don't know what it is, but that's the favor of God. They can see it. You, you, you ever been, I'm, I, I've been in a place and, uh, we we don't like you. What? I don't even know you. You you don't like the favor of God that I got on my life because I don't know you. You don't know nothing about me. I'm telling you. I promise you. Been places. I, and these church people. Whoop 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 whoop. I, I I don't I don't I don't like Sister Washington. I don't know what it is. Why you don't like me? You don't know me. You don't you ha, you don't have any history about me, and so then my flag goes up right then because I'm saying, hey, you must be intimidated about what you see. I told I told me that I had two big big uh, Rockweilers walking with me and said she was uh, when I walked in the room she ran up on the table and she tried to tell me that I had demons. I said what? I said, my Bible said that the demons flee and tremble at the name of Jesus. So I believe that you the one scared. I wasn't scared. I walked in the room with my help. So when the favor of God is on us, we, you know, you don't have to run around advertising. You ain't got to buy your T-shirt to say the favor. I'm walking in the favor of God. You don't got to do all of that. When you walk up, when you show up in the room, they said, they notice favor from the other side of the room. <laughs> Some of us got these jobs. When we come overseas, it's because the favor of God is on us because they ain't seen us. They don't know if we this or that. But when we get in the office, they said, oh. Yeah, it was the favor of God. It even just rest on my resume. You know, when they looking at the papers, the favor of God causes my resume to come to the top of the stack. And then they begin to say, I don't even know why or how. Ah, it's the favor of God. So we don't have to advertise it. It just happens. People see it. And so our next point is, is don't allow time to make you doubtful. God has not forgotten his promise. So see, in Genesis 40, 14 and 15, uh, Joseph been in prison for a minute now. And so it was two cats that was uh, working for part of the, 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 the uh, cupbearer and the chef and the chief and uh they ended up in jail and so uh they was having these dreams and so they got joseph to interpret and so they ended up being freed and so joseph said hey cat you know bruh 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 when you get out remember me and they say yeah 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 we're gonna remember you uh you know uh, y'all y'all be uh remember you dog i got you brother i got you but they got out got free and forgot about joseph Joseph's still in prison. 
time is passing by. And so God want me to encourage you on today that he said he has not forgotten. Time is ticking, but he has not forgotten the promise. It's still good. It's still valid. I, I, I love God because God gives us these promises and stuff. It's like a, a open check. It ain't no date on it. So whenever he tell us the time is now, present the check, then he, he time stamps it. So, and, 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 and it causes us, uh, you know, we thinking, oh my God, you know, I ain't gonna be able to use this check. Oh my God, if God don't do something soon, I ain't gonna be able to make good on this, huh? But God said, no, 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 I got you. Time is not an issue with God. God don't work on our, our, our timetable. He, 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 time is not an issue. We think, man, it's been a long time. Man, it's been 14 years, Lord. We still trying to do this thing. Lord, what's going on? God said, 14 years, that's nothing to me. It's, it's only a short moment to God. But we thinking, oh, my God, you know, come on, Lord. Come on, Jesus. Come on, do it, Lord. But God said, hey, don't, don't get doubtful. In, in, in the span of time, know that it's good. It's good. And so now Joseph is still here in prison waiting for the right moment. Now God getting ready to show up and show out. Potiphar had another dream. Now you going to go get the other folks, the uh, that the interpreters and the, the magicians and say, hey, 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 I had a dream. Can anybody, Pharaoh, tell me what this means? They ain't even lie. They say, I can't, I ain't gonna even lie to you. I don't, I don't know what it means. I really don't. I really don't. Had seven cattle come out out of the water. Fat healthy then had had seven more little skinny puny they ate the fat ones then nobody couldn't tell him nothing he had another dream seven fat grains of grains then seven more little withered up scrawny ate them nobody couldn't tell him nothing now the little cat that got out of jail that said that he was going to remember his homeboy. Now, all of a sudden, because, see, you know, uh, back in the day, day, somebody going to interpret the dream or somebody going to be in trouble. And so now, all of a sudden, when things get hot and heavy because nobody can interpret the dream, they said, oh, I remember this cat in prison. And he told us what was going to happen to us. And what happened was exactly what he said. This Hebrew. Pharaoh said, go get him. So he began to tell him what happened. And Joseph began to interpret what it was that Pharaoh had said. That it was going to be seven years of plenty and prosperity. And then seven years of famine. And and so he began to. Uh, uh, Pharaoh said, I, well, I need somebody that's wise enough to tell us what to do so that we could be prepared for this time. And then they say, well, hey, he the one told you what it's going to be, so maybe it should be him. 
And so time is not an issue with God because God will bring you up. He'll call your name at the right time. Stop trying to call your own name. Stop trying to put your own self up. Just go with the flow. Trust God. Know that everything is all right. Because at the appointed time, your name going to be called out of nowhere. I'm sure he probably forgot that he done told the, the gentleman to remember him. But now his name comes up. And so he comes out. He comes out of prison. But what I love about God, uh, and this is my last and final point, it says, let go of the past. The best is yet to come. It says, Genesis 45, 19 and 20. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, tell your brothers, take wagons from the land of Egypt to carry your little children and your wives. Bring your father here. Don't worry about personal belongings for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. So, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and my sisters, there is going to come a time here shortly that God is going to call our name. And God said that we don't have to worry about taking nothing, uh, 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 no extra stuff with us. He said, just show up when your name is called. Everything has already been prepared. Everything has already been planned out. Everything has already been set and made available for us. And so I want to encourage our hearts on today. Stop trying to uh, um, act like all of this stuff that we acquire. And I'm not saying you don't have to have stuff because we... You know, we got to represent the Lord, but uh, I, I can speak for myself. I, I got a whole lot of stuff, and so I got more than what I need. And, and so I don't have to be caught up in trying to still keep accumulating and, and getting. And every time you turn around, you, you want something. Every time you turn around, you're trying to get something else. You're trying to do something else. We don't have to worry about that because where God has taken us, it's already laid out. It's already prepared. It's already been made right for us. And if we even think it and take it a little bit further, we're talking about eternity. We're talking about our life with Christ. But I believe that even this life right now, God's got some stuff in store uh, uh, for the righteous. Because the Bible says that the, the wealth of the wicked has been stored up for the righteous. So it's some stuff right now in this earth that God is going to release to us, to the righteous. So don't get weary in your well-doing. Don't start looking at the folks that uh, say, man, they're doing better than us and they they ain't bit more studying about God. They always got this and they always got this. Ah, oh, stop looking at them. Take your mind off of the folks and the stuff and put your mind on Jesus. Because the day is coming. God keeps telling me the worst of times brings forth the best of times. It ushers in something great. We, we can't get the greatness of God. It says that before we reign with him, we got to suffer with him. But, but, but the, the, the struggling and the, the hardship, we don't want that. I, I, I raise my hand, Lord, have mercy. But in order for us to really to understand the glory of God, he's got to take us through that. 
so that he would be glorified. And you know, you when you try to settle your own self, you say, well, you know, if 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 uh, God has always told my husband and I that um, don't look for what we can do, but look for something that he could do. Because if we look just for what we could do, then it brings God no glory. We we'll be boasting and bragging that yeah, you know, man, Bishop, you know, we we you know we got this little place over here, you know, and we we doing this and that and that. But God does not want us to have the glory. He said, look for something that he could put his handprint on. Look for something that I can sign off on. Look for something that when, when, when it's all said and done, the world will know that I am God. I'm talking to the dreamers. It's some people in the room that God has spoken in your life and, and because of time and because of circumstances, we, we have, uh, uh, began to think that God has forgotten or the dream is dead, but I'm, I want to speak to your spirit on today and, and help you to understand that don't lose hope because the worst of time is going to usher in the best of times. When Jesus was on the cross and, 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 and everybody thought, uh, it, it seemed like it was the worst of times. Oh my God, his mother was weeping and the disciples was all, all torn up. It was the worst of times for them. But they had to go through the worst of times in order to bring forth the greatest of times for us. So the same thing that Jesus suffered, we have to in our own little special way because there's nothing that we suffer truly that can compare to what Jesus Christ did for us and his suffering and and giving of his life that we might live. But I want to encourage us together today to, to help us to understand that God said the dream is not dead it's not dead it's not dead keep working keep being faithful keep believing God because it's coming just when you think that nobody cares And see, this is the message I want to talk to us today. And I'm getting ready to get out of the way that we have to give to the people. That's why uh, people commit suicide and they take their life because they don't understand. They give up hope in in the worst of times. But if they would just only hold on just a little while longer, the best of times will show up in their life. And so we have to know this and we have to understand this and have this because we too will find ourselves in that same situation when things get uh, uh, tough in our life and when time and uh, a long span of time has passed by and it seemed like that nothing uh, 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 is going to come of something. But if we could always have that flicker of hope and to remember the worst of times 
always brings forth the best of times. On the other side of that coin, one side you might be weeping, but the Bible says that weeping can only endure. (laughs) On the flip side of that coin, That's a different story. So I want to encourage us today. We're standing. And I give God praise and honor today because he is great and he is worthy to be praised. And so I thank him today and I praise him for what he's doing and I praise him for uh, him... uh, not giving up on us that even when we waver and doubt that he still uh, trusts that we'll make the right decision, we'll do the right thing. And so what I'm going to ask of you today, uh, first of all, that I uh, just want to be sure that if there's anybody in the room that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, uh, this is your hour, this is your